Another week, Sideline Sports is back again. Here we go. I don't know about you, but I spent the weekend in hibernation. The NFL called it Super Wildcard Weekend. I called it Super Snooze Fest Weekend, but we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Before we do that, though, well, in between napping, I was playing Score No Score. That's the only thing that made this weekend worth watching, by the way. I'd like to to say that. If you're going to watch bad football, play Score No Score. If you're going to watch good football, play Score No Score. Download it on the App Store, the Google Play Store. You'll love it. Basically, you pick whether the team's going to score or not score, and you win your share of the pot. A lot of fun. Simple, easy, there. fun. Beat John. We all love beating John. It's a lot of fun. You know, make sure you download the app. We'll be on there. And like then, I of said, course, it, it, it makes – I'll say this real quick. It makes boring weekends that were basically, you know, check marks for a lot of teams. Like, all right, we just got to check the box, get the game done with – it adds a little excitement because, uh, and we'll talk about it. This was one of the worst weekends of football I've ever seen. You want Not to know because why? the games themselves were just bad. You want to know why? It was predictable. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Nobody had bowl deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get their Manscaped order. Now, if you go to manscaped.com, use code SSN, you'll get 20% off, and you can get your very own bowl deodorant and the rest of the package that we have. But, you know, Absolutely. in case everyone has it figured out, that's my product. I'm the bold deodorant guy. If you're going to talk about a product, let's talk about clean-smelling balls. <laughs> Davey, I'm not laughing at the concept of it. I think it's great. All good stuff. It's the way that you brought it up and that you said it was so unexpected and seemingly irrelevant, but I love it. Why did everybody play bad this weekend? Because they didn't have ball deodorant. That's it. I'm, not because I'm the board... Thinking- not because the game is predictable. Every... Not because the NFL shouldn't expand to seven teams, which is what I think. No, no. Instead, because they needed ball deodorant. That's it. And if, he's right. He must be right. If, There's a if reason the why the game stunk. Because it did. The referee that was clever. Cincinnati would have had ball deodorant on. They would have not blew the inadvertent whistle, which may have cost the Raiders the game. Which we will talk you about. Know, in Dallas, instead of getting, getting garbage thrown at them. If they had their bowl deodorant on, they may have been able to slide by and spot the ball before time ran out. And Dallas may have got a chance to run the last play. So make sure you go to Manscaped. Don't let bowl deodorant cheat you out of the last play. Use code SSN at manscaped.com. But moving on. (laughs) Let me take a minute to compose myself. Um, Guys, this weekend was terrible. I'm just going to say it. Hey, some terrible. of the games were good. Not all of them were bad. John, name any of the good games, please. The Dallas game was really good. That was a really good game. Okay, John, I enjoyed it because I love watching Dallas That was lose, a good game. But the game I mean, itself was pathetic. Dallas yeah, should have. No, oh, Dallas should have beat the life out of them because I think on paper they were a much better team. However. The game was a good game. That was an enjoyable really. game. This was good. I like this. Isaac with the good comments. I like it. Isaac, way to work in the sponsors. That's what we're talking about. Love it. Anyway, yeah. Team player. The Bengals game was okay. I, I mean, enjoyed it. Uh, it was real. It was I mean, I game. wouldn't call it bad. It was I, yeah. I I guess the way I look at the games this weekend are pretty simple. There were games like the Bengals game, which were here, which were not good, but they were okay. 
And then there were games down here, kind of below where my name is, don't even belong to on the screen, uh, where they weren't even worth watching most of the time. Eagles are a perfect example. I'm sorry, but that game was atrocious. The worst the game was the, not, the Bills game. I think, I think the we score is not indicative of how bad that game was. I think we should now talk about the Eagles, just in case anybody pops in. I know. You never know, I know when someone, I know. someone may pop in. There's Eric may want to join us. He may hear us. About. I know. The Bills game was terrible. That was yeah, awful. It was over what? before he blinked. I got to say this. Why did the NFL expand to seven teams? I mean, like, I don't mind score. No, but let me let me say this. Look at every single seven seed. It was pathetic in the games they played. Why? 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 It's it's useless. Both games were absolutely god awful. It wasn't worth watching. Both teams didn't just lose; they got obliterated. I mean, it, you may as well have just given that second team a first round bye. I understand they had to physically go out and play. But in terms of concern to get to the next round, there was none. It was easy. It was just, here's your free victory. I, I mean, said it last week about the, the Patriots. I, I, when, when asked about that game, I said the Patriots are going to get – this isn't even going to be a game. Like That was the one game that I was set on. It would not be close, and the Bills made sure that it was not even it wasn't. close. I mean – Patriots. I mean, the Patriots just are not a team that belonged in the playoffs. They they had you know a nice run. They beat some easy teams, and it wasn't a team I thought that should have been there. And they slipped well, into the playoffs. Went, the last the time point. was bad weather in Buffalo, which you know was a little bit worse. The last time they played up there, New England came in, executed a perfect plan of running the ball. It was a fluke win. Throat. Yeah. No, it was not. It was a fluke win. Your quarterback threw three times for 19 yards. It wasn't a fluke win. That's a was, fluke win. No, it was a well-executed game. We saw the what would happen. Being what it was 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 a fluke, maybe. We saw what would like, happen the way it was played. If, if the playing feels a little more even and the Bills could execute the huh. offense the John, way they so that's normally do. That's not a fluke do. win. Hold on. No, but, that's but, a, that's, that's, but looking that's at the Patriots to the winning weather. that game that's, was fluky on their record because – they're not as good. They're not a no. ten and seventeen. No, no, that's not right. No, it's it's true because the plan perfectly. Calling it a no. fluke is wrong, though. Okay. Because they they earned the win. They just you. I, I think you. what you mean to say is the Bills losing in that game is a fluke, and what I, I mean I mean losing to the Patriots in general, not in that game. But in general, losing to the to the Patriots is what I would say is a fluke. That's fine. However, that game was played perfectly by the Pats. That's that's what needs to be said, John. No, I I'm just saying, like, say. for them to get into the playoffs when they went three and three in the division. I know this isn't part of our conversation, but they went three and three in the division, and you're talking about teams that shouldn't be there. They beat the Jets twice. They beat the Bills because of the weather, not because they were a better team. We saw what happens when they play the Bills on an even playing field. The Bills absolutely mopped the floor with them in a game, and the only game that mattered between those three teams is those two teams in the three times they played this year. The Bills absolutely stomped them. So well, that's fine. Like the Patriots Again. were a team that that like much like the Steelers did not belong in the playoffs, and that's like, fine. There were inferior teams above them that. Much like the Bucks with the Eagles, 
no offense to the Eagles. I like how they overcame. None of us thought they were getting there, and they had a really good That's season. Fun. But clearly, they did not belong amongst the top tier teams. You right. know, and look at the Raiders. That's like fun. the Raiders, the Raiders ran toe to toe with the Bengals, who were a fourth seed. Like the Raiders impressed with the Niners. The Niners were a sixth seed. I don't think they, they, they went toe to toe with the Bengals. Like that was a one score game. They were on the what nine yard line with four plays to tie the game. You want to talk about, hold on. You want to talk about that game. Look, the Bengals deserve to win that game no matter what, but that was not a touchdown. I don't care what you tell me. I don't care. You can make the arguments all you want. I have no problem with that touchdown. None at all. I'll tell you you're wrong. I will argue to the day I die. No, I'm just saying I have no problem with it. The rule is as simply as this. The moment the whistle blows, the play is dead. No matter what, the whistle blew during the play. The reason that shouldn't be a touchdown is pretty simple. There's two reasons. Number one, the rule states the moment the whistle blows, the play is dead. The play is null and void the moment the whistle blows. Now the refs are wrong, which I'll get into in a moment which for having they, blown yep, the whistle. Yep. Yep, but, yep. but, why, why states, well, I'll, why I'll get to that. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But the rule states. <laughs> The rule states that the play ends the moment the whistle blows, no matter what. And here's the other reason. But come on, man. Because the ball was player, like. If a player hears the, the whistle blow, they will stop their play potentially. Now, Did I don't Tyler know that Boyd they. stop now, playing? No. That's fine. But what I'm saying is if Boyd hears it and somebody else doesn't. I'm, I'm just I'm making hypotheticals here. Yeah. I'm not saying it's what happened. I'm just. I'm you listening. Know, I'm using it for the sake of argument. Yeah, right. If the guy, if the defender hears the whistle, but the receiver doesn't, the defender stops in their tracks and says, "What's going on? Why the play? Why, why was there a whistle? Right? Maybe there's a penalty, an injury. Right? So the play was supposed to be stopped, but the receiver doesn't hear that. They're going to catch the ball. If you call that a touchdown, it's not right. Only because I want to address this comment by Mizek because that's clearly wrong. If you watch the way the Raiders, that's play, not true. They played like the Cowboys. They played very safe, very conservative. They did not push the ball. The Raiders had so many holding penalties and false start penalties that killed their drives. That's on them. That's that's fine. not yes. on, that's not that on the play you're talking about. Yes. That is on the Raiders because I yes. watched the entire game. There were so many drives where Derek oh, made a really good pass and holding on Leatherwood, holding yep. on Leatherwood, yep. holding yep. on this guy. Like, and that killed the drive. And yeah. you get to what the what was it the nine yard line and you have four plays. I watched it about 20 seconds left, and I'm yelling at the screen. You have zero timeouts. You can't clock that ball on the nine-yard line. Why? Because that's one less down in the red zone that in the on the nine-yard line that you have. You don't care if the clock is running. You need four chances to score. We'll, not we'll, three. we'll go back to that in a minute. Because no, I'm just saying. So, you know, no, no, no. I don't I, blame that, I want to comment that about lack that, of a score. I don't blame the uh, the Bengals getting yeah. a touchdown because I'll, the Raiders should have played I'll, better. I'll say this real quick. Every NFL team. There's what they call a nine one one. Yeah. Which the quarterback calls that meaning it's no huddle. This Dan is the or, play. You stole it from Dan Orlovsky, didn't you? Yeah, of course I you did. Watched, I love that I video did. so much. Of course much. I did. That's John, like my of course favorite I watched video it. ever. John, I it love was it. great. Orlovsky did a great analysis. So of course I, I watched deserves, it right now. He deserves an Emmy for that. <laughs> and I know what so so I, I admit I'm taking that from him because look, just because I do a sports show and I think I, I know some stuff, I don't know everything. That's something that I learned. That no. was amazing. Orlowski I learned said so much out of that, that there, two minutes. There's a 911 call. That's which means 
when the quarterback says 9-1-1, 9-1-1, all it says to the offense, to his team around him, there's a set play that's meant to be drawn up and and executed when he calls that. Maybe it's a screen pass. Maybe it's uh, you know a run up to gut. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But everybody on the team knows this is the play we're running at the moment. He doesn't have to make a huddle. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to clock it. Nothing. So in that instance, I completely agree with you, John. That's one of those plays. Why would you clock it? Just call the play because the worst that happens you throw it incomplete. is you throw it incomplete. Exactly. The worst the thing that is happens incomplete? is incomplete. Exactly. It, it, but at least when you're playing that, if that's the play, you could throw it out of bounds. I don't care. But at least if you see something in that play, you can take the opportunity. Throw a jump ball to Darren Waller. Just throw it away. Big deal. Throw a jump on to Darren Waller in the corner of the end zone one-on-one. You go and complete big deal. It's better than a spike. Absolutely. And, and to Isaac's point, I, know, I didn't get give JB much of a chance to comment on this game, but the Bengals had two defensive tackles, I believe, from the second quarter on. That's it. You didn't run Josh Jacobs all that much. Mizek said he was averaging six yards a carry. You didn't run him all that much. It was a one or two score game. It was a close game throughout. It wasn't like the Bengals were up by 21. So it's not like the Raiders could like should have deviated from the run. You had two defensive tackles left on the Bengals, which just so everybody knows how football works, you can't rotate those guys out at all. Those guys play the entire game. And what happens in football is you rotate defensive linemen out so they don't get tired. Right. You're down to two, do. you're stuck. Yeah, yeah. You're and stuck Joe Mixon goal. got hurt too late in the game for the Bengals, right. so they couldn't run out the clock. So, like, you had so many opportunities as the Raiders. You were, you were giving, giving advantages to try and, and take a lead. That's that's what blows my mind is you were in this game. You could have won. And you Fool's just gold, played. Fool's gold. But much like the Cowboys, you, you played so soft. Oh, we'll talk about the Cowboys in a minute. Man. I can't wait. We're it kills me when teams get into the playoffs and play that way. It kills me. Uh, anyway, let me real quick, and then I want to talk to, about. I want JB to get a chance to talk because we're just like running this conversation. But I wanted to finish what oh, point you guys are from like me thinking that the Raiders actually had a shot. The game was they, over. They really oh, oh. played. I want to go back to my my point I was making about the the flag. Uh, excuse me, the the whistle. The basic point I was making was though. If the defender hears it, it's not fair for the offensive player to then go score the touchdown because if the defensive player thinks the play is over. How does that make sense? And the NFL basically admitted that the refs were wrong. So, yeah, but that so, crew's you know, not they, playing anymore. This playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. That's the NFL's way of saying, "Oh, yeah, sorry, they, guys, we messed up." That's well, they, that's the NFL, the NFL doesn't NFL. admit they're wrong. They just do actions the that subsequently scream we're wrong. <laughs> the issue is the NFL doesn't keep. The, the the crews the same during the playoffs. Yes, I know why, why you would switch the crews when you get to I the playoffs and, and you know throw guys that haven't worked together for 17, 18 weeks. Yep. And just say, John, you're going to yeah. instead of working on sideline sports, you're going to go to you know the gauntlet. You're going to go work on ESPN today. <laughs> and guys you've never you spoken to have no idea how they work. You better have chemistry. Yeah. You know, From so what they does, what what they do is they sense. take the best performing refs and they. Put, put them together in playoff games. From what I heard them say during that game is they put the best refs for each crew is assembled up Those the best refs that did best the best refs. throughout the season. That's what, yeah. uh, that's how they do it. I know. I'm saying they were not the best refs. Clearly. They no, because them. when you don't, when you're used to working as, as a team and all of a sudden you're thrown with, you know, a bunch of other people, 
and you're Absolutely. you know and I'm used to Jake doing something. Now I got John who does something completely different. It throws you off. You know, especially when even if you're good or you're not good, it, it just changes your game around. So hey, week sixteen, but, Tom Brady's gonna play on the Bucks and week seventeen he's gonna go play on the Lions. He better know the play calls and he better not mess up at all. He better exactly. you know him and uh I'm on Ross St. Brown better have chemistry. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, the Raiders basically, besides the, the drive for the end of the first half, their offense was disgusting. The whole but this day. is how the Raiders have to win football games is run the ball, keep it low, relatively low scoring. This is what the, Ra- the Raiders played to their game plan. The yeah, reason the Raiders yeah. didn't do better is because of the holding calls that the penalties those that were, were killing those drives. Undisciplined football. Raiders right, right. football. But but which, the way the Raiders which, game plan has been the past four weeks when they were surviving to get to the playoffs is they methodically kill you. They run the ball. They go play action. They hit a deep shot with Zay Jones. Hit well. Like that's what they've been doing Hunter Renfro. Like the way they're doing their game plan is exactly what they've been doing the past four weeks. Exactly to a T. But Again, like you said, the undisciplined football can't win in the playoffs. Like can't that. win in the playoffs that way, F, and they F have F themselves Dallas. to blame. Ask Dallas how that how that went. Well, let's go there next because that was all right. You want to talk about Dallas? Let's talk about Dallas. Exactly. I can't wait. Watchable. Six games, two watchable. Good job, NFL. <laughs> super wild card weekend. It was yeah. it was the wild card weekends. Super. It was not. No. So I mean, how many holding calls can one one offensive lineman get? A lot. Right. A lot, apparently. I mean, it was disgusting. Yeah, I I don't know what Dallas's game plan was. Dak didn't look right. You know. They, I, I've been saying that for I've been saying that for a while and I and the fifty burgers are really covered up a lot that they put on what? Philly the hmm. last week when they weren't playing their starters, and when they did it to Washington the week before. I, I that covered up a lot. I don't know if I've ever said this on the show. I'm sure I have. I've always thought Dak is completely overrated. I think he's a good quarterback. I'm not taking that away from him, but I think no, he's overrated. He's a good people, quarterback. People speak all the time. Yeah, Dak's top 10 quarterback. I guarantee you, I will go through the NFL list of quarterbacks. He is not top 10. And that is not a question in my mind. But everybody's like, yeah, Dak's, you know, well, not everybody. A lot of people believe yeah. Dak is a top 10 quarterback. And this is what happened this weekend. We saw it. And you know what? I think the best example of why Dak is not a top 10 quarterback was one play. Does anybody want to guess what that play might have been? Last play of the game? It sure was. You want to know why? Because a good quarterback, a good quarterback knows one thing. The run was fine. It was a design play. The run itself is not where I take issue. Dak made one (laughs) fatal mistake that every quarterback needs to know and should know, especially in those – uh, you know, those high leverage, low time situations. The ball needs to be set by the umpire. Putting it on the ground is not helping you. <laughs> well, not the only moment, the moment on, he JB. got up, he should have looked around and said, not only that, where's the umpire? Because he has to give him the ball. It doesn't matter how stupid the rule was, is. That's the rule. There wasn't enough time to set the ball anyway. You have to know the clock. If you're Even, running an right. NFL team. But I'm saying, imagine there is enough time. He still did the wrong thing by giving it to his center. That's not the completely. person that needs it. So obviously, that was a huge mistake, but you're running, you know, in Jerry's world. 
the <laughs> America's team, you know, yeah. they're, they're football, basically. Everybody does it bigger in Texas. It's just the way it is. Football is everything. You don't know the rule that you're going to run the ball up the middle, which is smart, but go down. Give, yep. your, give yourself that a too. chance to, yes. to, to win. The middle was wide open. Yep. You know, I mean, I saw it. I said, that's a great play. Go down, though. Give yourself time to run a play to, to throw a pass to the end zone. Not that it was going to work. I mean, those those type of plays almost never work. But you didn't even get, get a shot at it. What was well, the point of it? It was funny because the same video that Jake was referencing from Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. You're he showed about to say. that Dak was at the 30-yard line, yep. ran six more yards, and burned off two seconds. Thank you for taking what I was going to say. Because yep. I was, I was going to pull up the video, but it, yep. it doesn't. You covered the point two extra yes. seconds doing that. And how many seconds did they lose? Did they lose an opportunity to make one more play on? They lost it by one second. So had Dak been smart and said, Hey, instead of six extra yards, let me get down at the 30 yard line. Boom, pop up. And, and I love, I love his video by, by Dan Orlovsky so much because he did it. He did a great job. He showed. And I noticed that when I watched, when I watched the game live too, there were cowboy players walking back to the line. Uh huh. There were receivers. Was, uh, there was CD Dalton Lamb, Schultz. Maybe? Dalton Schultz had no idea where he was at. He was going back and forth behind the line. Number eighty-five, whoever that is on the Cowboys, I don't know him off the top of my head. He walked back to the line when Dak slid yep. and was getting back up and hurrying. The linemen were hurrying. That guy was walking back to the line, not running, not jogging, walking. And then he tried to do a little sprint, like. That was that's what Mike McCarthy has you set up with 14, 16 seconds left or whatever before you do that play. That's the mindset that he has you in. There's no urgency. How in the world is it a playoff game? And and d- does number eighty five think you have one timeout left? Like does Dalton Schultz think you have one timeout left? Like how in the world do any of your players walk back to that line? You would be. Off that, if I was the coach, you'd be off that team. If you're 85 and you're walking back to the line in a playoff game where we have no timeouts and you're trying to clock it for one more play, your ass would be out of there because that's yeah. completely, so completely I, unacceptable. I just rewatched the play. They were on the 41 yard line, so realistically, getting about 10 yards, which I, I'm watching it as we speak. So Dak is at the 30 at the 10 second mark. He goes and he starts sliding. At about the nine second mark. So real and he slides. The slide continues until about the eight second mark, like yeah, he burned two seconds. So if he, all he has to do is start sliding earlier, he'll land at about the 30-ish, it's, and he'll be fine. You get ten yards with our man. Everything it, becomes inexcusable. Inexcusable. And what what the thing is, people keep saying this was such a great play call. I don't think so. Because if you know you have that little time, no timeouts. So your your game plan, let me let me run this, let me run this by you. Your game plan is to run the ball, hope you get a spike, and throw one last Hail Mary from what the 30 yard line? Or from the 40 yard line, you could A take two shots to the end zone, maybe three. With what is it, 14 seconds to start that play? Jake? Yeah, is it 14? About, about, it's yeah. about. maybe three opportunities, two at two at minimum. Okay, to throw the ball. So instead, you're going to give yourself 10 yards and one shot or two shots from the 40, which really isn't that much of a difference. 
Whoever you put in the end zone, that can throw You know what they also yards. could have done to be even easier? Throw it up the middle for 20 yards, which was wide open. Which Not even that. Forget that. They want to get 10 yards. Throw an out. On throw an yeah, out. On, put two receivers oh, on opposite easy. ends of the sidelines. Go for it. If something becomes open in the middle, go there and then have them run out of bounds. But but you Assess could throw the play. A, you could throw a ten yard out. Look at how San Fran no, played they, that entire were, drive. No but they San Fran played San Fran played that entire drive by playing about fifteen yards off the ball. That entire yeah, drive. Oh, no, they switched the defense up the last. That entire plays. drive they gave the Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to watch the play again. Watch the, okay. watch the last so, couple of plays because they brought it up on the telecast why they weren't playing sideline D because they got out of bounds like two or three plays in a row before that. He's and right. then all of a sudden he pointed it out. Oh, they switched up and they're playing. Uh, they're they're on. on he's right. No, I'm watching the play as we speak. There and were why, on each side at least two or three guys covering play. the sidelines. It was a great play to run up the middle, but instead of running up I the don't, middle, I don't think you should have so. you should have threw Cooper or. or but again, uh, JB, how can CB you say how can you say it's a great play if you're giving your your shots at the end zone are a slide and one hail mary from the thirty. Or two shots from the forty-yard line, maybe three. How is thing, that? How's that a good idea? I, I'm going to watch What's the difference this play. between the forty I, I, and the thirty? Dak can throw that. You're rushing three passers if you're point. the Niners. Watching this play, Dak could have made no. to the sideline possibly. What like, they should have done was, or he could have lateraled to get it, to the sideline to get throw out. It up and Nick Bosa left in the second what second quarter and didn't come back, so you didn't yeah. have to worry about Nick Bosa. Didn't have to worry about that guy. Throw it to CD or Cooper up the middle. You would have gotten more yards and quicker. I don't know why. Why would you? Why would you waste time on a quarterback sneak? We're doing that. A quarterback run. It takes time to get everybody back to the line. You at least have your receiver set at the line. We. It it was a bad play call. I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. And by the way, Mizek, it's Nick Bosa. Like mm-hmm. I said, Joey Bosa plays for the Chargers. You should yeah. know that you're a Broncos fan. But we didn't even get <laughs> to Mike McCarthy. We didn't even get to Mike McCarthy and his cute little play he tried where they did the fake punt. And then they tried to get they tried to bring their offense back on the field. And then that whole thing with they tried to catch the Niners punt team on the field while they brought their offense. Like, how in the world are you in the fourth quarter? Losing this, and you're trying that cute stuff. This, what this is the, exactly this, how it is. This what? comment is exactly what I was going to get at, and he's right. And this is why, when the Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy, I said it is not a great hire. I said, so what's your great hire for the NFC East? I'm so I'm telling you, McCarthy. McCarthy for many years was carried by Aaron Rodgers. He looked like a good coach. Because he had a great quarterback that went out and won. But as I have now seen and it has been proven, now I'm not trying to disrespect Matt LaFleur or Mike McCarthy. However, there's one common denominator in all of this. Both coaches have played well, but who's the common denominator? Aaron Rodgers. Okay? Again, now McCarthy gets another good quarterback and a solid team. He has an amazing offense, a defense, but out of their mind. Overall, the team is is pretty good. Right, they do well again. However, when it's it's decision making time, things that he's actually horrible. require Mike McCarthy to make uh, important decisions, things that are not just putting your guys out there and saying, you know, go do your thing, basically, which is 
all he really has to had to do in, in Green Bay and really all he has to do in Dallas currently because of the way the teams are constructed, right? He doesn't need to go do a lot of work where he's got to motivate all those guys to go out there. They already are going to do that, and they're also in a bad division where they're going to win games. And it's we funny. We saw the true Mike McCarthy colors this week. It's funny that you mentioned that, Jake. Not, hold on. Mike McCarthy is not a great coach. But he's no, never, not, he was never I'm, a great coach. Like he was a but great people coach. don't remember that. People don't see that because see people like Jerry Jones are like, yeah, he's a good coach. He won a Super Bowl. Exactly. He's not good. He won one. And Mike McCarthy only won that because of Aaron Rodgers. No kidding. Of Aaron Rodgers won that in spite of Mike McCarthy. Exactly. Tyler Ingram is a is a Packers fan, so I know he's watching. So if you want Just to comment, remember, please. He did. Remember this. Eli Even more and Tom Coughlin have two. Aaron Rodgers has one. Go figure. But you know why Tom Coughlin has two? He was a solid coach. coach. Oh, actually Coughlin got, was, a, was a great he, coach. He had I, his moments where like, he wasn't great. That's why I call him I solid. Hate I hate Coughlin. But, but he, he earned those rings. Clock. He knew how to manage the clock. Exactly. And he Jake, would never allow that. And Jake, you were, it was before you were born, but Coughlin was a was the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know he was. Expansion. He got them to be and good. he took that team to 14-2. and two. Absolutely. Mark Brunel and that team. I he know. was a damn good coach. Now, he was hard on his players, and he was not that's, a very nice guy, but they but won games. That's what he was games. known for. The, the, exactly. He was always known for being a hard but coach. Did, but he got but a he job. He got the most out of his players, and he won games. Yep, and that's, exactly. I, I completely agree. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, Coughlin was the most likable coach. I know he was. No. I know he pissed a lot of people off. And but he got the job done. Issues with him because he was he was very hard nosed. He was it was difficult to be around. But he won. Mike McCarthy's people think Mike McCarthy is up to that same level. I think a lot of people yeah. think that McCarthy is is a winner. He's a guy that's going to go out and win games for you and really. Bring uh, you know, elevate a team rather. He's not. No, he's just, no. He's just a guy. He's a, he's a puppet. They he's kept, a puppet they for Jared. Jason Garrett for this. They could have kept right. Jason Garrett and had the same results. But the you're thing that right. you know, the you're the that same, really hold on. One last comment, and then I, I, John, I don't mean to interrupt because JB said this. This was this is true, and it's kind of funny. You not only would you have the exact same results in terms of the way the play is and the record. You'd have the same stupid decisions being made on the field, too. I exactly. guarantee you, Jason Garrett would be like, yeah, let's run up the middle. Let's go. It's but not only that. Thing. Hang on. Exactly. About the class. That's, that was the last thing. John, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just had to say that because JB's right, though. I mean, it would be identical. The same silly plays being called and the same I would be, bad If I was decisions, a Cowboy fan, would happen. I would be sick to my stomach because the NFC was winnable for them. They oh, just yeah. had to execute. They had to execute. And the only and teams in their way were Green Bay and the Bucks. Green Bay is beatable. Yep. How's it? And How's Tampa it? Bay is beatable this year. <clears throat> Tampa Bay's got injury issues. They're both beatable. And Green Bay. Rams are still there. Whoa, whoa, don't knock the Rams. You got staff Don't knock the Rams. But I'm saying, I guess what I'm trying to say, How Dallas and the Rams were kind of on this this level together. And I'm saying the teams they had to beat quote unquote, I jump. above them were, were those two teams. I, I, I want to jump to the Rams game. But, next. All right, hold John, on. I didn't I want, get to finish my to... comment about yes. Mike McCarthy. Yes, uh, please. The epitome of how of bad Mike McCarthy is as a coach, they had more talent this year in Dallas than Green Bay ever had collectively. Without a doubt. The defense, doubt. Green Bay never had a defense like that. No, the offense, no. they have Murray Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz. Like, they have Zeke Elliott, a Hall of Fame offensive line. Dak yep. is pretty good. Like, that tap core of talent 
collectively. Green Bay's never had that under in the Mike McCarthy area as a whole on the team. And he won a I Super think- Bowl with Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers. He, there's no reason. There's no That's reason it. they should I think be if losing. You gave- Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even do much yesterday. They I- Basically, the game plan was, hey, we're going to run the ball, not turn the ball over, stop Dallas on offense, and we're going to win the game. That's what San I Fran did. For the last two years, McCarthy does <laughs> not know how to use Zeke. He does not know how to use Zeke. He does no. not use him right. He's right. horrible. He is Absolutely. a great running back. This defense, compared to last year, what a turnaround. They drafted so well. I wish I was a Dallas fan, the way that that team is built right now. The way they drafted no. guys that are actually I don't, good. Don't I would say wish that. my That's worst disgusting. enemy to be a Dallas fan because they are going to continue to suffer every single year. They're going to look great in the regular season, Jimmy, and they are order. going to stink oh, You're out of order. You're a Giants Jimmy, fan. You're not Jimmy, allowed to say that. Look, they, be, they could not get all the ball deodorant in the world to fix <laughs> the stink. But they should, the and they should oh, use SSN. To fix the stink that they will have in the playoffs every single year. Everyone, it will be a fantastic, on, fantastic regular season team, postseason team. Tyler, did you order yet? If not, manscaped.com, code SSN. <laughs> I just I mean, love this are, comment so much. Yeah, I love it. I agree. I, I love it. I love that. Yeah, and he's right. It just all right. So first, I'm, I'm done with Dallas. It's as, as, is, as are all the fair weather fans that are now you know looking throwing trash on the field. Yeah, and apparently, now, and, and I'd like to say this real quick: their quarterback encourages that. Even though you apologized today, he encourages that. He's so, a classless uh, Dallas, sore loser. Think, think about the kind of team that's that's going on in Dallas. Okay, yeah, that's I don't want that guy as my promoting. quarterback ever. That's what your quarterback promotes: throwing trash at refs. That's real good. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, JB. What you got? So, first of all, I am so tired of guys leading with their head. I love Buda Baker, one of my favorite defensive oh. players. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, he that, was, that was a rough scene. That was horrible to watch. That was he rough. He his head, and did, he, did Akers destroy him? Thankfully, he's okay. It was, yeah. it was scary. But yeah, when a guy's going to learn to stop leading with their head, I mean, that was the most resistance Arizona showed all night anyway. Because they, what were they doing? They basically just said, "Here, here. Would you would you like to win, guys? Here, here's the win on a silver platter." Listen, I I read a stat on Cliff Kingsbury. That guy is garbage in the second half of the year. I told if you, were you better, guys, if you were a better bet them, bet Arizona at the beginning of the year, come the midway point, bet against them. His they were. Stat, I think they started off seven and zero, and then. Including yep. this last loss, it was four and same seven. Thing, same thing when he when he coached at Texas Tech. Same exact thing. Yep, he had the he, same problem. He he was just horrible after the midway point of the year. I mean, he doesn't like to adjust. Mm-mm. He doesn't believe in it, and everyone else nope. adjusts to him. The mark of a good football coach is being able to adjust. Mm-hmm. That's yep. why Bill Belichick is one of the best because he doesn't just say, "Oh, I'm doing it my way." No, he looks for your weaknesses. He game plans around it. That's how he won that game of Buffalo that we were talking about earlier that John said, you know, wasn't a good game. It's the greatest game ever. They came out and executed a plan right, and destroyed it. It's not the greatest game ever, but I know what you mean. It was a it was a well-executed game plan. Exactly. And that's what a good coach does. I That you know, I agree with. That I agree with. And what was Kyla Murray doing from his end zone, throwing a hook a hook shot? That may have been three-yard line. One of the worst passes I have ever seen in my entire life. 
I get you don't want to take a safety. I, you know, you don't want to take the sack and give up safety. I understand that 100%. But, dude, you got to throw it out of bounds at least. I mean, uh, you threw time, it up the field. Last time I checked, two was better than seven. You know. That is also That's true. really all I could say on that. And that. That was another one of those great, exciting games for about 30 seconds. Yep. You know. It was exciting when the game started. I, it was 0-0. Zero, zero. I predicted last week that this wouldn't be a game because like what you just said, JB, at the beginning of this segment, last year the Cardinals did not impress me. That's why I didn't b- believe in them at all this year because last year they did the same thing. They started out good, and then they tailed off, and then they missed the playoffs and let the Bears back into the play. Like, Bears backed their yep. way into the playoffs. Like, they did that this year. They made it because the rest of the NFC behind the 7 seed was absolutely dog water. It was awful. It was like the Vikings, the Saints were terrible. Like Falcons were terrible. There was nobody to knock the Cardinals out of the playoffs. And they already got hot enough to stay in where they would make the playoffs. You win seven games, you almost guarantee to make the playoffs. Look at their division, John. They're they're in the toughest division. No, I know that. No, but getting a wild card spot wasn't going to be difficult. What I'm saying is the Cardinals are not a 10-win team. Like, even if they had Hopkins, like this team, like you said earlier, they're a one half of the season team. And then for whatever reason, Kyler Murray just becomes a different quarterback. Cliff Kingsbury becomes a different coach. The team it's just the stops. They just stop. I don't know why. It was, it's all the coaching for me. And I don't think that's... it's a concern. Like it has to be a real concern with having Cliff Kingsbury as your coach. Right. I never believed in the guy. Yeah. I still don't because I haven't seen it. And they didn't even show up. They didn't even make the trip to L.A. Just remember, he had Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. (laughs) And nobody in their right mind in college thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be the next big thing. You know, and he may be the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. May, because he has a lot more proving to do. Right, right, right. But right now, he's on trajectory to be. If he continues doing what he does, he can be. We'll have that conversation right, right, in a few right. years. I, I think Mahomes is the talent to be the most exciting player. I, I don't know. I think Tom Brady may still own that, but I, I know. Well, you, I, I mean, know what you mean. Yeah. He, he, he has a that, shot. Yeah. It's a good point. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. There's not many people that have that ch- that have that uh, chance. You know. Yep. Absolutely. So it's just disgusting. Where do you want to go next? Do we talk? Do we want to even waste time? We spoke about Buffalo Wingle a little bit, but that was you know enough to talk about with them. They were pathetic. What are the Hopefully games the got? games. I would imagine the games are going to be better this weekend because you're going to have you have Bengals and Titans, which Derrick Henry looked really good at practice today, so that should be fun. You have Chiefs Bills, which that's not going to be much of a game because the Bills are going to get killed. Um, I don't Bucks, know. Bucks and Rams is going to be a really good game, and then Packers Niners. I think I don't really think that's going to be a good game. I don't. I think, think so. so. I don't you think the Packers think get so. killed. No. No, I think the Niners probably lose by at least two scores. And the reason I say it is it's Jimmy G. I don't trust him. No, not that, but the the Packers struggle to stop the run. Yes, you're right. This was two years ago, remember, what the Niners and Kyle Shanahan did to them. I'm I'm worried about Jimmy G. I'm worried about the Niners. I'm worried that they're not going to be able to outscore. I think if, 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 if their defense can't step up and – Stop Aaron Rodgers from getting hot, which he's been. That's what I'm worried about. The if only they, reason if they stop him, it's all 49ers all day. Absolutely. The only reason I can see the Packers winning this 
is because Aaron Ro- this is not NFC Championship Aaron Rodgers. This is NFL Divisional Round Aaron Rodgers, and there's this is a, a difference. Very good point too. There's a difference in quarterbacks when he gets to the NFC Championship. Much like Superman, somebody pulls out a block of kryptonite and he loses his power. So he'll be fine this weekend. It's just whoever play he plays next week, Rams or Bucks. I mean, that's a different story when gotta, NFC Championship Aaron Rodgers comes about. I look at all these matchups. I'm not that excited about at least two of them. How? I, Titans Bengals, I'm not excited about you don't, that. You I'm don't just think not. Derrick Henry coming back I, is no, exciting. I'm excited for that, but I mean, the game You're, itself, I'm not excited because Bengals I don't think the Bengals are going to be able to stop Derrick no, Henry. No, they have, but but they have what nothing. I'm saying, storyline wise, storyline wise, looking at it, you don't think Derrick Henry coming back versus this young, hungry Joe Burrow led no, team that's no. trying to prove themselves, trying to get to the, NF, the AFC. So, you know why I'm not excited? Or, like that's fun. That's exciting. You know why I'm not excited though? Bills because I think Derrick Henry is going to run all over them. The we man don't hasn't know that. played. That's the thing. Like that's why they play the games, right? I know, but I'm saying I'm not excited because I don't foresee it being this super close game. I foresee it being like a ten point game in favor of the Titans. But I'm not you, calling it a two. You know, I'm not calling a, it like fourteen or more. I'm not trying to go crazy, but as a football I, fan, you have to you can't look at it and say, "Well, this game sucks." You know, this is a divisional round, man. Like this is cool. This is I'm the not divisional saying it round. Sucks. Derrick Henry versus Joe Baby, Burrow. You're muted, by the way, this young, this young guy trying to come back, trying to prove that these Bengals are for real. On the other side, Bills versus Chiefs again. This that's is gonna like, be a good game. This that's is like Muhammad game. Ali and Mike Tyson battling oh, it out. Oh, Who no, can? No, no, no. That's too far. You're both muted. Why are you but both like, muted? Like these teams have those type of that. I'll I'll take it over. I had enough of these two talking. The Bengals are going to two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Tennessee is not going to win this game. They are not a true number one seed. They are. I don't want to hear this anymore. I'm but not this saying is, that. This is what I'm saying. This that is was football, Henry, man. This is fun. Derek this Henry. is exciting. You have to the look Bengals at. Oh, John, John, hold on. JB, you are so insane. I don't think Joe Burrow thinks that way. I think Joe Burrow doesn't think, well, we got house money. I think he thinks we're going to win every game. Yes, he thinks that. But the rest of the team, your leader is supposed to think you're going to win. But they go by what he goes by. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Jake, did did you see the clip earlier in the season in the locker room? After a win by the Bengals, Joe, everybody was yapping and exciting, and Joe, Joe Burrow walked in, raised his hand, and went like this, and everybody stopped talking no. on a dime. Did you see didn't, that video? Because even, that video was one of the most impressive videos I've ever seen. I've never, never seen a quarterback walk in, do this, and the whole locker room shuts up. Coaches, players, everybody stopped talking the second he did that. That's what kind of leader this guy is. So this is so exciting as a football fan. Is we've got these great matchups in the AFC, in the NFC, Rams and Bucks. Great aspirations. You got Aaron Rodgers trying to prove that he can do it instead of just getting there one time. He's trying to get to the Super Bowl. He's trying to get past the Niners, who are kind of his kryptonite. The Niners are trying this team that nobody thinks can be here. They just beat America's team. Now they're trying to beat. They're trying to be Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest of all time. Not in the NFC Championship, so he can't use that excuse of, well, he always loses there. You know, like, this is football, man. This is exciting. These matchups are great. I love it. Give me more of this. 
This is better than Wild Card Weekend. This is real. John, here are the matchups that I'm excited for. All right, I'm done. Go on. Hang on one second. Matthew Stafford's going to do Matthew Stafford, and Tom Brady's going to pick them apart because Matthew Stafford's horrible when it matters. So why bother? Tennessee. Bother, you're a football fan. Trust me. We're also animals, being a huh? football fan doesn't matter. What matters it is it does matter. What's That's what this happen. is about. You want to get excited do, do about you really think, games. Do you really think Matthew Stafford, when the game is on the line against Tampa, is going to do anything? No. Yes. He's going to crawl back into his little shell and do absolutely nothing. What are you going to say next week whenever it's Packers versus Rams? I'm going to say, say you're living thing? in a world that doesn't exist. Are you going to say the same thing? I'm going to say, wow, I got that one wrong. Which You're going to be like, well, Cam Akers carried him, but Matt Stafford can't do it. Trust me <laughs> when I tell you, it's not going to be anything like for Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is not the guy. He's better than Jared Goff, but gee, what does that tell you? Not much. They got to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. They got there. Woo-hoo. And the team is better. Woohoo! Yeah, because they bought guys in. They have no chemistry. They're not going to win. Trust me, it's done. I agree. More, more importantly, though, which I saw today on social media, people ripping Baker Mayfield because OBJ looked good uh, Monday night. They were saying, you know, that OBJ all of a sudden can play now. It must be Baker. I thought that was pretty that's clueless. A, that's an asinine statement. Whoever I thought that, that was that was a clueless dumb statement. And, yeah. You know. It holds no water. No, I, I agree completely. I saw that I was a little taken aback by it. That's um, just somebody you know, being silly. That's lazy uh, clickbait. The game I, I want to see, really, though, comes back to last year's championship game. Bills. I want to see if the Bills got better. You yeah. know, or That's the game I'm most excited for. Can't wait. You know, I'm excited a little bit about the Bengals. The AFC excites me. NFC, I, I think it's going to be Tampa Green Bay. <laughs> and I think it's going to be a repeat of last year. Tampa's going to go to the Super Bowl, and, you know. We'll see you in a That's couple of weeks. What I've been see, saying forever. The thing is, without Chris Godwin and AB and the offensive line is banged up and you're yeah, missing John, some starters, John, I just don't see the I don't see them doing it. John, there's only one reason I disagree. It is guaranteed I'm almost I will I will sit here and guarantee that we're gonna see Packers versus Bucks in the NFC Championship game. I'm not calling Super Bowl, I'm calling next week. We do the show, that's what's going to happen. And I'm going to tell you why. There is one single reason that I'm voting confident on the Bucks. It's Tom Brady. The so guy is one with nothing. Who do you I'm throw literally to nothing. Jalen Ramsey takes Mike Evans away? Do you throw it at Tyler Johnson? I don't Scott know because Hunter. I'm not Tom Brady. But Tom Brady has worked with guys like Julian Edelman, who I, I think is a good receiver. But if you take Tom Brady away from Julian Edelman, Julian Edelman is oh, nowhere yeah. near as good. Tom Brady makes guys play at a level like eons ahead of where they should be. And that's just how he does it. That's why I'm so confident, right? He's just so darn good at making everybody around him so much better. And look, you guys know, I'm very vocal that I am not a fan of Tom Brady's by any stretch of the imagination. I'm like any, you know, normal NFL fan, I think, that I really respect him. I think he is the greatest quarterback to ever touch a football. I don't even think I don't even think it's close because of the fact of what he's done. John, I, we can have this argument any day of the week. I'll, I'll have it. But the point is, I think he's just better than anybody. 
Okay, but I don't like him. But he's so good. He elevates everybody. That's why my vote of confidence goes with him. He is, what, 44, 45 years old now? Yeah. He just continues to be amazing. I can't bet against him. I refuse because whenever I bet against him, I'm wrong. And so I just learned to say, well, he must be good. He'll just just beat me. It's fine. He's always going to beat my bet if I vote against him. Exactly. The only only one he can't beat is if the NFC East. But but the one thing that that is Tom Brady's weakness is pressure. And that the Rams do that really well. And with you have a banged up offensive line for the Bucks and Aaron Donald and Von Miller are there, and they have other great defensive linemen. It's not just those two. That is Tom Brady's kryptonite. Is when right. he feels pressure. You saw you guys are Giants fans. You did it to I him know. in two Super Bowls. I know. You John. literally know what the blueprint is to beating Tom Brady. Did it twice. The Eagles did it to him. Hit him. Here's hit him thing. over and over. And he starts to wither eventually starts thing. to fall apart. On the other side of the ball is Matt Stafford, who I think is a solid quarterback. However, he has basically no playoff experience whatsoever. Okay? No, he has three he's, games. Three games. That's why I say basically he's three, yes. Well, one and that, three. He's actually four games counting this year. But, but that's games. not a lot. That's that's what I mean by that. Like I'm just telling you. He com- does com- have four I'm, games, yeah. I understand, I'm just saying, like, compared to Tom Brady, it's really nothing. Compared to a lot of guys, it's nothing. But, but the, the point is, he only finally just won his first game the other day. Now, I understand why he only just won his first game because he actually finally had a team that was good on his side, and he was playing a team that was falling apart, which didn't hurt his case. I mean, granted, he earned it either way, but you get the point I'm making. Yeah. He finally was playing against – well, He only with threw, a team. what, 18 passes last night? Right. My point is, but he was finally actually playing with a team that was good around him, like really worthy of winning a game in the playoffs. Right, it wasn't the Lions, but no. if you give me fifty percent of Tom Brady versus a hundred percent of Matt Stafford, and it's I think Matt terrible. Stafford is a great quarterback, I Stafford, I take Tom Brady take only because of one thing. You would take Stafford over Brady if experience. If, if you take fifty percent of Brady and a hundred percent of Stafford, I take Stafford. No, wow. I take I still take Brady because of the experience, and that's an, an intangible that I talk about all the time. That's what the one thing that winners Stafford's going to be missing. Winners win. Well, I mean, Stafford's not a winner. We don't know winner. that. He finally has a team. Finally has he a had, team. He, he, had he a never team. had a team in Detroit. No, don't not ever like say he had a team in Detroit. It was him and put, Calvin Johnson. Like that's it. Did they put 10 guys on the offense with him? Those <laughs> those were – only Calvin Johnson was the, no, 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 was no, no, the no. only I, thing that mattered. Listen, who was on Tom Brady's offense in New England? Half those years. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started. We had we this conversation this. before. This. Jake, am I wrong or right? We don't have time for this because he's had a top no. ten defense every year in his career. No, every year, no, every single not. year of no, his career, not. he's had a get top ten here. defense. Get out of here, Isaac. Matt Stafford's never had Isaac. that until this year. Isaac, Isaac, come on, stat. Let's go. Was he like right. a mosquito? I thought you were swatting <laughs> him away. <laughs> no, he needs stat. Come on, come on. Here, Isaac. He's like, Mizek come on, come on, the stats. We need them now. Clappers For anyone that doesn't know that may be watching, John Mizek is the stats guru, and we're excited to have him on Sideline Sports. But he's going to prove my point that I'm always right. So check out Especially whatever John Mizek does on Sideline Sports. I, I'd also like to point this out. <laughs> now, we already know who's probably going to win MVP. And I'm pretty sure we can all agree that even though we don't agree with it, 
it'll probably go to either one or two guys. And it seems like the consensus is it's Aaron Rodgers, even though I disagree with it. But what it's going to go to whoever's team goes further. Jake, did you take your temperature? No. Why? Because you love Aaron Rodgers. I don't think – no, no. I don't think he deserves it. I'm saying a lot of the media outlets have reported that the seeming consensus is he's going to get – I don't think he deserves it at all. No, no, no. I I don't think so either, but – But I'm just saying. I would love to see it go to to Jonathan Taylor right now. It's going to go to the team that goes the furthest between Rodgers and – No, that's the way it's going to go. I'm telling you. No, I know what you're saying. But I'm telling you that I think whoever goes further out of those two teams is going to – that's how it's no, going to end up. They vote They vote for it at the end of the regular season, though. So I don't think that's how it's going to go. I'm telling you, I think it's going to end up being where it's close, and whoever goes further ends up getting it. Watch. Jake, Trust you understand me. what I'm saying? I know what yeah. you're saying, but I'm telling you how this works. So you're telling me that Roger Goodell is in the back with the ballot box, switching around votes? If the Packers go further, watch Aaron Rodgers wins MVP. If the Bucks go further, watch Tom Brady wins MVP. All right, but hold on. Here's what I wanted to You don't to think there's at. politics behind the scenes on, on these things? When the Chiefs Never won the Super Bowl, Mahomes won Super Bowl MVP on, before the on. game started. Time out. Here's what I wanted to say, because this is something I was already that I'm decided. realizing. I'm realizing something though. Who are the top like two guys? Probably everybody's saying should win MVP. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, right? I think that's a pretty fair statement that those two are like the top guys that everybody said, ah, those will be your MVP. Yes. Why is nobody talking about, and and I mean this sincerely, I'm not saying he is going to win, but he deserves at least a handful of votes outside of Jonathan Taylor. Why has nobody talked about Matt Stafford? I'm sorry. Because he had a He's lot had of a great goals season. in the season. He's really had a great season. There's been but, some talk but, of very little. But, but Very little, but there's the been excuse, some. It, it, the excuse it was that, the pick sixes that he kept throwing, right. I think. But hold on, hold on. But let's look at statistically compared to the other guys that, that are up for MVP. Okay, Jake, touchdown. You, real, you realize Stafford's, you're 100% right. But I know. You're going to go to the, the reason why? It's the unsexy pick. Because the guy who knows nothing. And what it annoys the, the heck out of me. It really does. What was yep. the guy who's the guy in Chicago? I'll give a point to whoever gets this. Who said I'm not voting right. for Aaron Rodgers because of his vaccination. Oh, I don't know his name, but I know, I know you're what you're talking, talking about. about. I don't know his name. Yeah. So I mean I don't want to that shows you how the MVP about. vote is right yep. there alone. It means absolutely nothing. Yep. Nothing. That, right. Otherwise it's, Jonathan Taylor would be MVP. You're right. But my point is uh, you guys agree, but just like Yeah. He is so much better than people are giving him credit for. Oh, I agree, Jay. And it's I'm annoying not, the heck out of me. I'm in not, yards, he's third. In touchdowns, he was second. You know, he had a couple more interceptions I'm, than other guys. I'm not guys, personally disagreeing with you, Jake. I'm just telling you, like, for example. No, I if, know. I'm just. If you were to put offensive rookie of the year for, and put votes, Creed Humphrey should have been up there. I guarantee absolutely. he was. I guarantee he was not on that list as being one of the people. I guarantee Jalen Waddle went over him, who had a great year for us. I guarantee guys like Creed Humphrey or centers do not get an opportunity to you're win right, awards. Right. They should, but like JB said, it's not the sexy pick, so that person doesn't and, get a chance. Jonathan a Taylor's not winning contest, it. And it comes down to stupid things, like I'm not voting for him because he did Politics, yep. COVID yep. thing. But I, I, just, like, I wanted to say that. I had to get that off my yes. chest. 
the because same way with I understand with the Hall of Fame votes. It's the same way with when they vote. Oh, I, just, I had to get off my chest politics. because Matt we're Stafford had a really great too. season. Baseball. Yep. Stafford yep. had one of his best seasons ever, statistically speaking. He won. Yeah, he, he actually actively went out there and won. He made the playoffs. He did everything right for his own standards. And this is the last thing I'm going to leave you with. You might disagree, but we're running out of time. So we're going to, you're not going to really have much of time to retort, which is why I'm leaving you with this. Matt Stafford, I'm not saying that he's the greatest quarterback of all time because I know he's not. Matt Stafford one day will be a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying, I'm not saying. He was a Hall of Famer. Hold on, Jake. He was a Hall of Famer to me before he went to the Rams. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not saying first ballot. I'm not saying second ballot. But but I'm saying, guarantee it. Book it, Hall of Famer, because and the way he played with bad teams, the way he's played his whole career, he is a really good quarterback that's always been overlooked. He is. bothers the heck out of me. That's <laughs> all I want to say. He just doesn't win. He doesn't <laughs> exactly. win. He, he also has the two best receivers yardage-wise per, ever, statistical yep. yards per year that yep. he has. Yep, with absolutely. Super that's not an two. accident. Yep. And Calvin Johnson, number one. That doesn't happen by being a bad quarterback. Just because exactly. I don't like him. No. Just because he's not my cup of tea. You know, Tom Coughlin won't be too Super Bowl. To he's not my cup right. of tea. You know, right. but I still, I still respect him, and I still say that doesn't happen because you're not good. It doesn't you happen know? by accident. You have yeah, to have a, a part. I couldn't that. have Absolutely. a conversation like that if you weren't, if you weren't like honest and unbiased in some regards, because you know you got to be realistic. That Matt Stafford has been a really good quarterback, just on oh, garbage teams for a long yeah. time. Yep. If he was, but, if he had a team, you know, a defense and a run game, and you just give him Callen Johnson a run game and a defense, the guy would have been in the playoffs every year. But the t- but that look what happens when you get a guy like Callen Johnson. That, that and organization was as functional as anything. Yeah. I am Hold excited on. about the Rams getting Cam Akers back because he's a oh, good young it. back. But I love, is, I love that story. we got to wrap up in a sec. This is the last thing I want to comment on what John was saying, basically. You look what happens at Matt Stafford when you give him a good defense, right? You give him an, a reliable receiver. I'm not comparing Cooper Cup to Megatron, but you give him a guy that They're great in their he own builds right, chemistry right. with. Yeah. You, he gets that same type of chemistry where he's reliable. He's a great receiver. He's one of the top at, the, at, at, at this point, right? You give him a solid run game the whole season, even with losing Cam Akers. They still had a solid run game all season. You look what happens. All of a sudden, he's a winner. All because his defense doesn't stink and his organization is not dysfunctional. But, That's it. But That's it. he's got to show me. He's got to no. show me what no. he can do. John Mizek, no, because no. because uh, Justin Herbert has a damn good defense. Justin Herbert has weapons across the board. Austin yes. Eckler had what twenty they're, touchdowns nope, this year. They're also a young team. You can't compare. Uh, the Chargers are on their way up, LA. Yeah, and they have talent really across team. the board. Offenses. They're going to be a really good team if they could keep their their young talent. I agree. All right, all right, guys. That's it. Uh, I think anything else. I I think we've spoken enough tonight because more importantly, we we're going to get ready for this week of football. I'm going to go download the Score No Score app on my other phone and you on my oh, iPad okay. because you, you know I have it on my main phone. But you know when I, when I go into the other room and I want to go to get the other phone. Gotcha. Going to put it on my family's phone. Gotcha. John Mizek, it better be on your phone. Make sure everyone's got that score, no score app. And make sure this weekend when we go out partying to watch the games, go to the bar, use your bowl deodorizer. 
JB, you're killing me with kick. that. Look, <laughs> JB does I'm a good up. job at selling stuff. I'll give him that. You gotta, you gotta he, he drives stay it home. Point. Gotta stay on point. You know, he drives it home. Can, All right, JB, we'll start JB with you. underscore the program. Uh, the NBA carousel, NFL carousel, which wrapped. Uh, the Inscriber Magazine, run by Sideline Sports on the sports section, and the rest of the Inscriber Magazine, which is excellent. And everywhere, important sports are happening. John? Yeah. Yeah, you can find me, uh, Fox Sports 1340 AM, freelancing on there. Um, you can find me, Blue Hawks 13 on Twitter. Monday and Wednesday nights, Sports Arena, 10 Eastern Time, on Sideline Sports Network. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, Sideline, I mean, anywhere you find Sideline Sports Network, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. We're, we're um, on all the time. You can we're find everywhere. a sip off. You can find like hey, there's so many shows for you to find. Look, I'll sum, I'll summarize so it as this: If you want sports content, come to us because it's, we cover anything and everything. Nobody does it like us. No, Not ESPN. No, nobody absolutely. does it like us. With where you have people that are professionals, but you also have people that understand the game that yep. are that are like our fans like you that are willing to interact with you and all that good Absolutely. stuff. ESPN doesn't do that. No, there's right. never do that. You're we right. do that. We're the only one that does it like this. All right. Last but not least, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. And most importantly, like John started to say, as you see scrolling above across the bottom of your screen, here's where you find sideline sports. Instagram and Twitter is sideline sport one. YouTube and Facebook is sideline sports. Just look it up. We have a Facebook group and a page. Uh, we're on DBNA television, all the stuff JB said, score, no score, Manscaped, uh, code SSN. We're anywhere and everywhere. You'll find us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, DBNA everywhere. Television. You can't you can't name a place that we are not on, basically. It's as simple as that. And if you can, those places don't matter. He's got a good point. Guys, <laughs> anything else before we wrap this up? All right, everybody. Cam Akers going to run wild this week. Watch. There you go. You heard it here first. There you go. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B, and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.